Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the International You Podcast. Before we start, let me talk a little bit about the podcast. So the International You Podcast is going to be a space where different international students, prospective ones, as well as current international students, could get a glimpse into the life of international students in the U.S. or abroad. This week, I am joined by my very, very dear friend, Hulud. Welcome to the show, Hulud. Thank you, Ruth. I'm so excited. I am so excited too. Thank you. So let me talk a little bit about you. So Hulud is Egyptian and she grew up in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. She graduated from Smith College in 2019 with majors in government and comparative literature. She's currently pursuing her master's degree in international affairs at the Fletcher School at Tufts University. Would you like to add more to your bio? No, that sounds that sounds like you, you covered most of it. <laughs> all right, all right. So, as the topic of this episode is dealing with goal setting, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word goal setting? Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is all the goals that I had set before that I didn't actually end up pursuing um which is why I'm, I'm really interested in this topic because I think um I was always someone who planned a lot um mm-hmm. and wanted to um you know was always interested in having something that I was working towards or pursuing and, and something very concrete um but learned over time that new opportunities can come up at any moment and and goals can shift um and that you know, it's um, it's never it's not wrong to to change our plans um, mm-hmm. uh, at the last minute. So I guess yeah, I think yeah. about everything that I used to think was important and um, mm-hmm. and a big goal in my life that has not and, and all the ways that those have changed. Um, even for me personally, when I when I you know think about the word goal setting, I also think about um, how I love to plan things. Um, and then also at the same time, I also think about, you know, goal setting as a as a very important part of my life because um, I could see it, you know, progressing from point A to point B and then like what's next, what's next. So I've always found myself to be, you know, it helps me, you know, keep, you know, being motivated to achieve my goals. But then after I've reached that goal, I always find myself, you know, setting another goal and another goal, you know, and it's always like. Um, it's like a cycle it never ends Um, and coming back to like the um, experience of international students in college as you mentioned you know when you're first starting as a student you have like all these big ambitions and like goals that you have for yourself Um, what were some of the goals that you set for yourself when when you were an international student yeah I think of course I think um we feel like we have to, and I think part of the the experience of of you know planning to go abroad and it's it's such a big move and and it's hard to make that decision unless you have um, you know exactly why you're doing it and and what you want to get out of it in the end because it has to feel like it's worth it. You're you're giving up, mm-hmm. you're making big sacrifices, and it's a huge move, and you're exposing yourself to a lot of discomfort and a lot of growth, obviously. Um, I think coming in, I had ideas about what I wanted to study. I, even mm. though um, Smith, uh, 
is was in liberal arts college and we didn't uh you know you could come in and and try a lot of different things um mm-hmm. and a lot of different uh you know classes in different fields um mm-hmm. i knew what i wanted to study um and i had an idea of you know i wanted to graduate and go to grad school um so and i came in knowing that i wanted to get a lot of practical experience so it's so one of the draws for me when picking a university especially abroad the advantage for it the advantage for me was that it included a lot of practical experience opportunities so a lot of support getting internships mm-hmm. um in different cities study abroad programs that included internships yeah. uh so those were my main goals to pursue the fields that i knew i wanted to pursue and then gain a lot of uh practical experience along the way yeah Thank you for sharing that. I was the exact opposite <laughs> because I I did not know what I wanted to study when I first went mm-hmm. to college. And so I I specifically remember I um I chose undecided even when I applied to Smith. Um and then once I got there, I was like, okay, what am I supposed to study? And then I started taking like classes, okay, maybe you know, I was on the like, I don't know if you remember like I was taking like biology like and chemistry and <laughs> all these yeah. classes do you remember yeah I do um, yeah <laughs> and then yeah so first year was like I was on the pre-med track but then um, after the end of my first year I realized that I was not really passionate about you know these subjects and I did not want to go to medical school and so starting my sophomore year I had to for myself and then start exploring other you know fields that I might become interested in and so that for me was a huge change and a huge shift in um, in my thinking and my experience and then even like when I started taking other classes I learned that you know the first goal that I had for myself that I could change you know, but it was really hard to, to adjust to that mentality because when you're um, setting a goal, you always want to achieve that, right? So when you fail to achieve your goal, you don't always feel comfortable with that mm-hmm. with that um, failure, I guess. But I believe that, you know, with, with each um, failure, you learn and there's a lesson there. Um, and then, ad- you know, adjusting goals could also be part of your goal setting. Um, but I wanted to ask you, were there times when you found it difficult to pursue the goals that you had set for yourself? Um, difficult in the sense that, I mean, some of these goals just require, you know, a lot of work and are difficult in themselves. So getting through mm-hmm. university and, and getting through all, you know, all the coursework and then pursuing internships and professional opportunities all of that takes a lot of learning and you know learning how to navigate um, uh, new contexts and you know academically it's a completely different way of studying especially if you're if you're in a new country in a new system Um, and that's beyond just going from school to university that's a a shift you know a jump by itself uh, in terms of Mm -hmm. what you're expected to how you're expected to study and, and the volume of work you're expected to do. Um, mm-hmm. Professionally, you know, I, as I said, I, I wanted to um, have a lot of internship op- experiences. And I, I don't know, I mean, in the US, at least, I felt that there was so much to learn in terms of um, kind of etiquette around how yeah. to talk about internships, what to say when you're 
uh, how to email, how to talk to supervisors, how to even networking. It's not as easy as just going up to talk mm -hmm. to someone or meeting someone. There's almost like a script that you have to memorize and make sure you're asking the right <laughs> questions. And yeah. here's a list, list of things you never say. And here's a list of things you do want to bring up and mm -hmm. um, what to say in the first email. And then it, that's different from what you say in the second email that you sent. So there was a lot of small things that I felt um, I had to learn and mm -hmm. so it was hard in the sense that when you you come in you're so excited and and you want to do things right away and then you realize that it takes so much time to learn these smaller skills that are that are so important to reaching to, to reaching those goals um so difficult in that sense but otherwise in terms of mm -hmm. um I don't think I've ever felt that I think one thing that I've really benefited from actually being studying abroad has been flexibility in terms of how I think about goals um, mm -hmm. because studying abroad for me I, I mean that was never a goal that I had when I was younger I didn't yeah. think I was going to be studying abroad until like my last year of of uh, high school um, wow so I really learned mm -hmm. to be flexible in how I think about goals and goal setting um, mm -hmm. so I think it, instead of thinking about things that I haven't reached as being I, I, you were mentioning this, so thinking about things not as failures, but rather as readjusting or, or, or mm -hmm. kind of changing the goal because my circumstances have changed, because I've learned new things, yeah. um, because my priorities have changed based mm -hmm. on what I've learned. I think it's really valuable to recognize that, you know, you're, you have four years of university and you're expected to be exposed, you're going to be exposed to so many new things. And yeah. part of that is changing our plans and our goals. Yep. It's just natural that with all the new things that we're learning, we're going to change yeah. what we want. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um, as you mentioned, like when you're exposed to different types of teachers, to different types of learning system, to different types of students, you, you know, you slowly learn that you're interested in more than one thing, you know, and then you um, you find out that, you know, there are a lot of other things that you never even thought of when you first set your goal um, in college. And, and even for me, I remember, like, I started taking classes that uh, I would never have dreamt of. Like, I remember we took tennis. Do you remember who yeah. we took tennis <laughs> together so our fun. last semester? I know. And I took West African dance, you know. But then I took these classes not only out of, you know, because of my interest in these um, activities, but it was also one of the things that helped me stay grounded and focus on my like other really hard classes. And I found that, you know, as I um, as I was progressing from, you know, first year to sophomore year to junior year and then to senior year, I really understood the importance of, um, you know, prioritizing, you know, self-care, quote unquote, but also like, you know, taking classes that... Um, are not just going to bring you stress, but but complement you um, mm. when you're taking these other hard classes for your major or for um, for whatever you, requirement that you have for your graduation. Um, and I learned how to do that by seeing other people do it. Um, I didn't think that was something, you know, you know, and that's that's where your you know networking skills come to play, as you mentioned earlier, where you talk to people who have you know done college you know before you, and then they share with you their experiences. You learn that you know it's important not just to focus on your um, school, which is obviously the goal is to graduate, but at the same, um, trying to you know balance your social life and your academic life, and and trying to take classes not just for for your major. Would you agree with that? 
Yeah, absolutely. I um, benefited a lot from the classes that I thought were outside of my major and not directly relevant to uh, what I was doing. Um, and then they opened up, I think, new interests um, yeah. that I wouldn't have discovered otherwise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember we, we also took Arabic. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> it was like so random, but it's like at least, like even for me personally, taking these classes, I knew that at least twice a week I would work out or mm-hmm. I would relax or I would, you know, and these are like scheduled times where you could go and you get credit for these things. And I didn't think it was a possibility when I first came to college. And um, it was really important for me to to learn how to adjust my goals. Uh, but at the same time, I also learned that, you know, my goals are ever changing. And then I, you know, really? even I, I can remember like, um, do you remember like the career service center where we used to go to get like tips on like, you know, resume mm-hmm. and interview skills. And I remember like, you know, my sophomore, you're looking at resumes of other people or like people who have done internships that, that I was interested in. And I remember this one resume and it had like, you know, they went to Smith and they, you know, they had really amazing experiences. And then they did this internship in New York. And I was just like, wow, that sounds so nice. Okay, I'm going to do an internship in New York. And that that just became, you know, a goal that I set for myself. And mm-hmm. um, fortunately, I was able to find uh, an internship and I did end up doing an internship in New York. But then these are things that I never thought of when I first joined college right so I wanted to ask you what how did your goal change throughout your college compared to like the goal you set before college a lot of things changed for me because I was learning about new opportunities and meeting new people who had done um, you know who had gone through different experiences that I didn't know about before so for example I came in knowing thinking you know I was very um uh, set on going to doing my undergrad and then directly after that continuing with a master's degree and mm-hmm. potentially c- continuing forward I thought you know I definitely had in mind that you should do it all in one go and then yeah. start working mm-hmm. um, and then I came to Smith and I uh, started hearing not only from other students you know students who were planning on gap years where they were going to be working and and doing, um, you know, pursuing experiences that would help them really figure mm-hmm. out what they want to do, even when it comes to graduate school, that you don't just go in, yeah. that it's much, you know, that it's great to go in knowing exactly what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that taking some time off to work is a great way to do that. That was something I hadn't thought of before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also meeting with, I met professors who talked to me yeah. about their own um, kind of graduate school uh, journeys and how much yeah. getting practical experience helped them, for example, and others who prefer to go right away and 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 kind of being able to weigh the pros and cons of each mm-hmm. uh, option um, as opposed to just going in with this goal that I was so sure about my first mm-hmm. year uh, and not and sticking to it regardless of the advice I was getting or mm-hmm. or the new information I was getting. So. I think that was one thing I, by the end of the four years, I knew I, you know, as international students in the U.S., we have our one year of OPT. I knew definitely I wanted to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just didn't, I didn't apply for grad school my last year and was focused yeah. on applying for opportunities for that year. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that was really changed things for me, I was study abroad. So I came in, I was a government major, like you said, Mm -hmm. and I was so, like, I didn't, like, I wanted to have a very international focus, not really a U.S. politics focus. So in terms of study abroad opportunities, I was, like, 
definitely for international for people doing international relations it's geneva we had to program in geneva yeah. and that's it and there's yeah. a dc program and i was like why, why would i ever go to dc that's for people interested <laughs> in us in us um in us politics and i didn't even like i ignored all the emails about the information session for that program yeah. i did you know i wasn't interested and then I, it was what, truly coincidence. I was walking by the information session in the building and I saw people sitting there and it hadn't started yet. And it was a professor that I knew. And I thought, why not? I'll just listen. Mm -hmm. um, and so I sat down and then I applied and ended up doing one semester in D.C. and then a semester in Geneva. And then I spent mm -hmm. my year after undergrad in D.C. So just kind of I mm -hmm. changing my outlook in terms of um, what opportunities are valuable for what fields or what opportunities are going to get mm -hmm. me where I want to go. Um, mm -hmm. I really expanded how I thought about which, you know, where I should be and, and what would be a valuable internship or what would be a valuable position um, mm -hmm. just by kind of being able to follow new paths that were opening up. Right, right. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's such a valid point that you bring up um, because a lot of times we tend to be, you know, stuck in our old uh, mentality or like the goal that we set, like we want, there's this, I don't know what it is. It, it could be like the expectation that we set for ourselves, but it's, it could also be the expectation that other people set on us to achieve the goals that we want to achieve. And as you mentioned, like, you know, being exposed to a lot of different things could help you change the way you look at things and could help you change your plans. Um, and it can't, you know, it could, it could also be a shift in the plan, but at the same time, it's still a change in the plan. And so I think part of, uh, part of goal setting is being open to realizing that the goal that you had yesterday might not be the goal that you're going to have today. And it might not be the goal that you will have tomorrow. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, being open-minded about that could, could help you explore a wide range of opportunities and experiences that, you know, you might otherwise miss out on so um yeah, yeah. I want well, I wanted to ask you um why do you think it's it's important to to set goals as an international student in college or like why was it important for you to have a goal yeah I think I mean I obviously I think there's a way to balance between being flexible and then also having a sense of direction uh, mm -hmm. especially as international students you um you want again like i said at the beginning you want to know why you're making this big move um mm -hmm. you want to have it's important to have a sense of purpose because you're going to be going through obstacles and and you know and great ones that are going to help you learn and grow mm -hmm. um, but you need to have a sense of a sense of what what's coming you know what you're working towards yeah. um to, to help you get through it um and then um I think also goals are important in terms of, again, like we're, we're trying to move in, in, in a general direction. Um, yeah. If we see it that way, I think it helps us because we still want to be strategic. We have all mm -hmm. of these opportunities in undergrad. Yeah. You know, there are so many classes you can choose from, so many internships you can apply to. Um, and, and it's amazing to, you know, you have four years, you have so much time to explore and there's, I think it's important to do that, but at the same time, mm -hmm. um, it's also important to, to kind of have a sense of a, some sense of plan. So for example, mm -hmm. um, I think for me, I knew there was a type of master's degrees that I wanted. Yeah. Um, and there was one of them had a page wh where they had kind of recommended prerequisites 
for this program. And I felt that these are prerequisites that are that seem general, that seem that they will get me, they will prepare me to apply for a range of grad schools in this field. So right. I was able to kind to shape my course selection and, and the opportunities that I wanted mm-hmm. based on kinds of the minimum requirements that I would need for this for this um, for this kind of degree or this field right. um, and so at the same time you know I knew I needed for example this many lang- courses in a specific language and then mm-hmm. within that I was able to pick the courses that sounded interesting to me and re- I was yeah. flexible in that sense um, so I think you know I think we need to be able to to balance between the two mm-hmm. um, Firstly, because again, like I said, because we're we're making such a big move, and because yeah. you know we need to we need to have a sense of where we're going, um, yeah. and then also as international students, we just have a lot of restrictions in terms of I think we, there's more pressure on us to know, mm-hmm. um, partly because you need to, there's so much more paperwork that you have to do. You know, you're interning, yeah. you you have to go through a process. You're mm-hmm. you're doing your one year after after um, after you finish your undergrad, you have to explain how that connects with your with your studies and why that's why this is practical experience for you why it's important for your career so yeah so I think you know we have to have a sense of of why we're doing things and where we're going but there's Mm -hmm. I think there's still space to be flexible right right and I really like what you said about having a sense of where we're going because I mean for me even when I look back at my you know college career I find myself like during my first year, I was everywhere in terms of classes, in terms of extracurriculars. And I think I was just overwhelmed by the amount of, you know, opportunities there were. Like, as you mentioned, there's so many classes that you can take. And then there's so many clubs that you could be involved in. There's so many amazing people that you're going to meet. But at the same time, having so many choices presented to you could feel overwhelming and I think that was what I was going through but then Mm -hmm. at the same time you know through time you know my sophomore year and then junior year slowly you learn um, to prioritize what you value and then try to choose the activities and the classes that really mean something to you you know rather than just being invested in everything at the same time Um, and as you mentioned you know trying to set goals um, to help you have a sense of where you're going I think it's one of the main reasons and particularly for international students as you mentioned um, there's an added pressure of really like knowing what we're doing there because somebody's gonna ask us like even after we graduate why do you want to stay in the U.S. and you have to have an answer for that and why do you want to do this internship even while you're in college, um, as you mentioned, when we do internships in between our years, um, you know, you have to fill out forms saying this is why, you know, this specific internship um, will help me achieve my goals. And um, in order for you to defend yourself like that, you have to really um, invest time in thinking and convincing yourself like, okay, this is actually the path I want to take. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to pursue, right? So, um, and I think, yeah, that's that's a very valid point that you that you brought up. Um, as a follow up question, I wanted to ask you, as um, obviously this this discussion is you know mainly focused on international students. Um, do you think you know international students put so much pressure on themselves trying to achieve a certain goal, and why do you think that is? If you've seen it in your experience. I, I mean, I know that there's a, there is definitely a general sense of pressure um, mm-hmm. to, in, you know, in my experience, for example, um, although it was never, you know, it was never explicit, I didn't have, you know, 
family members say this to me explicitly or, or anyone or yeah. the university say this to me explicitly but you kind of feel like you need to you need to make sure that this is all worth it because Absolutely. like I said you've you've made this big move and um and you're you're adjusting to so many new things and um <laughs> I know. Big question. Yeah, it's not just about like, me. No, no. I, I, I think I, I asked this question like trying to even remember how. Um, because I felt like when I was in college, I, I could see like, you know, other students who weren't international students kind of feel comfortable or relaxed and not, um, you know, have maybe have a backup plan. In you, in mm-hmm. a sense, like you can graduate and you're still gonna stay in the U.S. because you're not an international student, so you kind of have like that um, safety net to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, instead of uh, trying to figure out everything, especially like you know you're by yourself and like there's this all um, what, what you know there's this this pressure of like trying to figure out everything, and mm-hmm. I I see that more um, in international students rather than the domestic students. Um, and I was just wondering if you also noticed the same patterns of like trying to figure out everything um, when you're in college. I think, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I think all students go through an, a degree of this. Uh, perhaps for international students, it's, uh, it's a question also of time. So I think I know mm. many people feel pressured to get to get things settled earlier um, rather than later because you just don't have you just simply don't have as much time you don't have as much of um, especially if you're looking to to you know use that year after graduation Mm -hmm. you only have so much time to look for that opportunity that you're going to yeah yeah you're going to be in the U.S. to pursue Um, and otherwise you know it's it's a lot of moving back and forth yeah so yeah, maybe it's it's a pressure to get things to get things decided and and settled early. Um, mm. But I'm yeah, yeah, I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. What was what was the hardest part for you about setting your goals? I mean, it's still it's still hard. I think um, yeah. the the more that they change, the more that I it's constantly reminding yourself that it's okay for for goals to change and for paths Mm -hmm. to change so um like not feeling so committed to because you know I've written um you know my personal statement for undergrad said one thing about what I wanted to do and obviously that's changed um and then for going into internships that I've done or coming into grad school um I had goals for that too and and now you know, the more that I'm learning about the fields that I uh, thought I wanted to go to go into, for example, and the more that I learn about new fields, I feel like now when I'm looking at looking for opportunities, I'm mm-hmm. more, you know, I'm open to more different things. I'm expanding mm-hmm. what I look at. And um, that can be it can be overwhelming in that you have less of a sense of, of you know, yeah. less of a sense of certainty in terms of what might yeah. be coming next. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think the hardest part is just reminding, you know, continuing to remember that this is part of why we're, you know, learning new things, you know, being yeah. in this program and being in the programs that we're in. And um, a big draw is to be able to take different classes and meet different people and and go to information sessions and um, 
and become exposed to new opportunities. So just, you know, remembering that a natural consequence of all of this should be that we're now open to new, um, creating new goals and and open to new uh, experiences without having that be so scary because it can be. Yeah, Mm -hmm. very much. And that's, I think that's one of the, the things that also was really hard for me is like trying to adjust my goals like you know and it was like I remember it happening so frequently where I was just like okay what is my goal after this like it keeps on changing and changing but I think after a while you start to realize um that when you start changing your goals or like setting different goals you're also changing within yourself and you're also growing because that's when you start to realize that you know whatever um that you had earlier has kind of shifted or like your values has kind of changed and your interests have evolved and you're also you know um growing as an individual um because like me trying to think about it in another way where your goals never change I don't think that's a possibility do you think it's possible for you to just have one goal and then that's it um no I mean I think maybe it's possible that you're you know you decide to stick it out and and just aim for the one goal but I think definitely yeah um, you will be exposed to you know you'll Mm -hmm. find new interests um, and it's just being able to adjust and and maybe pursue them yeah yeah for sure I know because even so for, for instance I know some people who have um, wanted to be like medical doctors since they were mm-hmm. kids and some of my friends actually did do it but you know when I whenever we're having these con- conversations they were like okay but it wasn't it wasn't easy you know it was yeah. very very difficult to still stick to your plan um, when everything else is telling you to change it right so um, I guess I wanted to ask you like what was what was your motivation for like sticking to, to the goals that you set for yourself what kept you going um well the goals that I have stuck with so far have mostly been um you know the major that I went into was one that I knew I wanted to well knew that the government major that I went into was one that I knew I wanted to go through from ninth grade and then Mm -hmm. literature I was interested in you know from elementary school and um and academically as well Mm -hmm. um and so I feel like I had, you know, I knew that these were fields that I was really interested in. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that interest, you know, remained. And, you know, um, the reasons for which I, I wanted to go into them were mm-hmm. only reinforced. So literature, for example, um, although I didn't have, you know, goals of going into it beyond undergrad, I just I wanted to study it uh, for the skills that it would give me um, and the opportunity mm-hmm. to, to continue to be exposed to to um yeah so i i did comparative literature so there was a a lot of literature to be exposed to from Mm -hmm. you know all around the world um and i think i i you know i it was proven to me over and over how valuable that that was during Mm -hmm. undergrad so that you know the writing skills analysis skills um you know keeping up with language practice and I ended up also pursuing a translation concentration all of those things were so important not only in the literature major but in everything I did so Mm -hmm. in terms of learning how to write for other for other classes and other fields and even now you know doing an international affairs degree I feel like I really use those skills 
And so when you're constantly feel like you're benefiting in the way you expected to benefit, I feel like that's a great motivation um, mm. to, to keep going. With yeah. government, I wanted to understand, you know, there was a lot going on in the world, you know, when yeah. I decided to pursue this major and I wanted to understand, there were a lot, I had a lot of questions and I feel like every mm. time I felt like I was starting to, to mm. uncover part of the answer, that was a lot of, you know, a great motivation to keep going and, mm. and keep asking questions and keep uh, studying. Um, so I think that was it. Um, but even I think even when you stick to something like this, and you're committed, a lot of change can happen internally. So for example, like I said, I came in thinking there was a specific area of, of government that I wanted to learn about. But mm. then even within that, uh, things changed, and, and I became interested in other topics. Um, yeah. With literature, I didn't think I was interested in translation. And then I, you know, was, yeah. was again, expanded internally and, and and um pursued that so yeah 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 i think that i think that's so beautiful thank you for sharing that hulu because even you know for me when i kept thinking it back you know at what were some of the things that kept me moving forward i think it's like when you set a goal like a mini goal and then you you start achieving that it mm-hmm. becomes kind of like an addiction of sorts it's just like okay yes i did this and now like what's next you know you you're always to get to the next point to get to you know improve yourself and like trying to adjust and set new goals um because at the same time you know as human beings i don't think we're ever satisfied with what we have we always want to have more we always want to achieve more um and there's nothing wrong with that but at the same time it could take a a lot of um a lot of effort i think because it, it is easy to just give up but i think um it's incredible to um And I have seen you do it and I'm very, very proud of you. You know, it's incredible to see you, um, you know, set your goals and achieve them. And I think when you do that, you're also, you know, unconsciously, you know, letting other people see that it is possible to to achieve your goals, to achieve, you know, your dreams when you go after them. And um, and it all pays off if you're passionate about it rather than um, someone else telling you, okay, these are your goals now. This is what you're going to, you know, this is what you're expected to do. so was there like a family expectation regarding like what you chose to do um, when you set your goals or was it internal? Because for me personally, I know that, you know, there was a huge expectation, you know, for me to, to go to medical school. And then when I said no, um, you know, thank God my parents were, you know, very understanding. Um, but I know it's not the case for other people. Um, so how was how was that experience for you? Yeah, th- I mean, thankfully, I I don't feel like I had pressure to go into anything specific. I think my family was very, um, they wanted to be sure that I, again, that I had goals, that I knew why I was, that I yeah. knew kind of what the end point might be when, mm-hmm. if I pursued a specific field. So uh, mm-hmm. I knew why I was going into, a, going into my major, for example. I knew what opportunities might be available for me with this major. I felt that any time if i if i had done my research and was able to present to them present them with you know specific um to show them that i had that i knew what i was doing and that i had read about this and um i've Mm -hmm. asked questions about um what i can do with this major for example and what careers there Mm -hmm. are then they were they that reassured them and they felt confident and then obviously i had i was lucky that i had uh you know i have older siblings i have an older sister for example who um pursued literature um graduate school PhD in her career um, mm-hmm. 
professor in literature and so having you know other examples in the family of people mm-hmm. who like for example pursued a non-stem career or yeah. uh, pursued specifically the the fields that I was interested in and um, mm-hmm. are you know are doing so great um, and are such yeah. a such a role model in my family that helped mm-hmm. a lot um, yeah yeah so I think I think basically I think the most important thing was showing them that I knew what I was very sure mm-hmm. I had done my research and then also yeah. giving them the opportunity to visualize what success, for example, in this field um, mm-hmm. might look like. Right, right. And I thank you for sharing that because it, it also reminded me like, um, you know, it could be very hard for you to be like the first in your family to like pursue mm-hmm. a specific field. Um, and I know personally, like, um, I'm the only one who did, you know, something outside of this STEM majors in my family. And it was really hard, you know, to convince yeah. to convince them, like, why I wanted to do this and why I was passionate about it and why I could see myself uh, being successful in it, you know. And it takes a lot of um, courage, I guess, to be mm-hmm. able to choose a path um, outside of the one that was set for you. And I think um, and I think it's also because there's a level of security and comfort that comes with going with the traditional routes that have been practiced over time where you know you're guaranteed job security or you're guaranteed some sort of success but at the same time I think now people are um are more you know um you know they're listening to themselves and like trying to to do something out of the ordinary and I think I think that's when you know we become successful is when we pursue something that we actually love and and are passionate about yeah yeah um yeah Um, so as we're ending our conversation, what advice do you have for current international students, for prospective international students who are dealing with goal setting? I think um, one piece of advice that I have would be to, and this might sound like it's counterintuitive, but to think a bit far ahead in terms of trying to figure out what those guiding guiding goals might be as opposed to the mm-hmm. specific goals. So for me, it was very valuable, even as a high school student, if I, I knew that my general direction was a master's degree, for example, right after grad school, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, right after undergrad, undergrad yeah. um, I looked into them then. So as, as mm-hmm. a senior in high school, I had already, I knew I wanted to go to Smith, but then I also kind mm-hmm. of started looking at what those master's programs might be that I could do after. Mm-hmm. Not because I was, you know, setting that concrete goal right away, but because like I had said before, it helped me um, figure out what classes I might want to take to prepare me mm-hmm. if I decided to pursue that eventually. Um, mm-hmm. Or just, you know, you can, you make the best goals when you're when you're informed. So yeah. ha- having done that research earlier um, helped me decide whether this was something I really wanted. Um, and so, um, again, in terms of trying to set goals that are less um, kind of strict mm-hmm. and concrete, but are more kind of a guiding path, I think yeah. you do need to have that information earlier um, mm-hmm. Uh, to help you so that you're prepared uh, to walk down any path you know that you want yeah. to pursue yeah um, so I, I think that was my that was my biggest one and then also being open to anything that sounds even remotely interesting I think undergrad yeah. you I, especially now doing a two-year master's degree two years feels like yeah. so little time to yeah. to do something new or or to take up a you know 
class credits for a class that is just interesting but doesn't feel like it's in line with what mm. I'm doing just because you know I only have for example if it's offered in the fall I only have two fall semesters but in right. undergrad you have four of them you have right. so much more time and so um, I think it's such a great uh, it's a great opportunity to to you know sit in on any information session that feels remotely mm -hmm. interesting sit in on you know, go to these talks or, or try out a new class, mm -hmm. take advantage of that shopping session, um, mm -hmm. just because, um, you know, you really, really never know uh, what yeah. ends up being um, being a possibility. So like I said, like that DC, that D semester in DC, I felt was so marketed towards, you know, mm -hmm. people interested just in US politics. And it was only when yeah. I sat down and, and kind of heard the professor talk through a list of where people uh, had internships or a list of topics people pursued for their projects. That's mm -hmm. when I started to imagine what this experience might, how I might benefit or what value mm -hmm. it might have for me. So unless I had, you know, if I had just ignored yeah. it and gone home, then I wouldn't yeah. have done it at all. Yeah. Um, yeah i think thank you for for sharing that because um i i second everything you said you know trying to think about time you know timing is very you know it's it's essential because when you plan ahead and when you're kind of ahead of the curve you have more time to you know do other things while still maintaining um you know your goals and the things that you have set for yourself that you want to achieve and then the other thing you mentioned is you know information like knowing um as you said the best decisions made are when you're you know well informed and so trying to do your research trying to do your homework um will definitely help you uh, understand the the requirements that that you need to achieve a certain goal that you have um, and the other one you mentioned is you know um, challenging yourself or like giving things a second chance you know as you mentioned you went to this information session and you didn't think you would be interested in it but it actually ended up being something that you that you pursued and, and I'm sure you enjoyed doing it and and I think um, even for me personally, I, some of the, the reasons why my goals have changed throughout college was because I decided to step into a room um, where I was just remotely interested in, you know, it wasn't, you know, fully um, something that would really interest me. But if I was really interested in something, I would go. And if I was remotely interested, I would still go. And, you mm -hmm. know, you might not end up doing the things that you think you would, but you might end up meeting somebody there and, you know, who you never know who you're going to meet in these kinds of places and um, networking and, you know, learning about other people's cultures and other people's interests um, could also help you grow and change as a person. And I think that's a very, very important and valuable part of, of college experience as international students. So so thank you, Hulud, um, for sharing those um, really great advice. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> of course. Um, so just as a last minute housekeeping, please make sure to go follow the official Instagram page at Internationally by Ruth. That is L-I-E. And send an email with your questions and concerns about being an international student, internationallybyruth at gmail.com. Thank you again for tuning in today. I hope you have a lovely week ahead of you. And take care of yourselves, everybody. Bye. Mm -hmm.